This is an All Ears English podcast episode 744. Ketchup or no ketchup? Three ways to deal with confusion when you talk to natives in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 34 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Do you take ketchup on your hot dogs? Today, we answer a question about what to do when you're in a conversation with a native and they make a grammar mistake. Get three tips to maintain the connection. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Jessica, how's it going today? Hey, Lindsay, fantastic. So good. Well, okay, that's a little bit of a white lie because yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm really nervous about my dental appointment today. I'm just, yeah. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be rough, but I wish you the best for that. And hopefully, you know, they'll give you a good shot of Novocaine and you'll just be on cloud nine out there somewhere in your head and you won't feel it. That's, but that's the part I'm most scared of. That oh. big, like, Novocaine <laughs> shot in the gums. Cause I know after that, it's smooth sailing. The noise yeah, is sure. gonna be annoying, but yep. I won't feel oh. it. It's just that initial pain that I'm scared yeah. of. It's um, the, yeah, it's the Novocaine shot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like this, this low level anxiety is something that our listeners experience mm -hmm. when they're oh, yeah. like, even, even just pick Picturing being in a conversation with a native speaker. Because I know, like, I feel that if I'm going to interact with somebody in Spanish, I think about it ahead of time. And, like, I feel scared even though I'm not even in the situation. Just, like, thinking about it makes me a little nervous. Absolutely. And you know that a lot of our listeners who are maybe living in an English-speaking country like the U.S. or the U.K., they go out into the world every day feeling this low-level anxiety, which, yes. you know, that's that's why we're here, guys. We're here to help you guys with this, right? We have a really, like, specific strategy for dealing with um, the, a lack of clarity in a conversation with a native speaker today. Um, this, is, this is drawn from our course because since the launch, you guys, we have had so many amazing students come yeah. into our listening course. We've been having really cool conversations in the Facebook group. And there were mm -hmm. two, like, two separate students that asked similar questions about, like, something specific a native speaker said in a video. Um, mm -hmm. And so yeah. we thought, like, well, if two people are already, um, like, unclear about this, we should talk about it. 
Absolutely. And and this particular, this comes from the lesson in the Americana module on hot dogs. Jessica, how do you like your hot dogs? Do you, what do you put on it? <laughs> Let's build the context a little bit here. What do you put on your hot dog when you eat a hot dog? You know what? Okay. So the first thing that comes to mind, if the if I hear the phrase hot dogs, um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the listeners on this podcast know, but my son and I just got back from San Francisco and oh. we saw a Giants game. Okay. And like the <laughs> first thing that you guys should do if you go to a ballpark, um, by the way, it's not a stadium, it's a ballpark. I learned this. So yeah. <laughs> if you go to a ballpark, you have to buy hot dogs. And we did. And yeah. like every city's ballpark is gonna have their own like flavor of hot dogs, their own special hot dogs, right? Like that's yeah. what this video is about. So yes. um, yeah, so in uh ATT Park, you get these like amazing kielbasa sausages like these really like you know like artisan sort of like hot dogs so on (laughs) on mine i like uh like super special sausage first of all not just a hot dog and then i want relish i want sauerkraut i want mustard i want everything basically on my hot dog and cheese which you don't think wow (laughs) <laughs> I've never heard of that before. That's really interesting. You mean like this, like the uh, the squeeze cheese, or like a like Ooh. a piece of cheddar cheese, or what kind of cheese are we talking about? Like the best would be like shredded sharp cheddar. That oh wow, that would hmm. be the best. And I think that's like a personal thing because I don't see it at any like ballparks or anything <laughs> like that. It's just me. I don't know. I've what about what that. about you? <laughs> Well, in in good old Fenway Park, right? So I actually haven't been to Fenway in years. But after having worked on this course, I feel like I've kind of fallen back in love with a bit of American culture and specifically baseball culture. So I'm really looking to go to a couple of night games at Fenway this summer. It's just it really is like one of the coolest things you can do if you're in the States, especially in a city like Boston, where, as we've said before, we love our baseball. We love our sports here. But yeah, at Fenway, so they call them Fenway. Franks and honestly I don't remember I think they're a bit longer than the average hot dog that you would buy in like a 12 pack at the grocery store I think they're just like particularly long yeah totally because Mm -hmm. that's something that happens at AT AT&T Park as well which is perfect because the the bun to hot dog ratio is very important you guys and it is something that Americans will talk about seriously I've had this conversation before like (laughs) I love when the, the hot dog is longer than the bun you know yeah. it's like you have like bonus uh bonus m- salty meat action that's absolutely <laughs> yeah it. yeah and let's not forget what it's got to be with right because it's not just the hot dog for me it's probably a nice beer you know having a totally. beer and a hot dog at the game so i'm just getting excited for the summer and some great night games some baseball games at fenway park it's gonna be you awesome know, <laughs> i mean like like you just said like having this americana module made you like fall back in love with some parts of our culture. Me too. Like the Americana module is one of my favorites, seriously, of the whole course. Um, It is so culture rich. I mean, you guys are going to feel like you've had these American experiences along with Lindsay, along with these native speakers, like rodeos, ball games, Mm. eating hot dogs on a sidewalk. I mean, like... Tattoos. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Totally. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) Tattoos and beer, right? And donuts, craft donuts. So, you know, we start off in this course with a very like a a deep module where, again, we get to fall in love with the culture and we get to know it in a way that we might not know it if if you guys are just traveling here for a couple of weeks or even if you're an international student in an English school in the U.S., you may not be able to experience these things. Well, that's, you know, that's something that really stuck with me from uh, our first launch of the course, right? Where we did this like limited release and we really focused on, you know, like how effective it was. What else could we do? Which, I mean, we were amazed because it was not amazed. We knew it was good, but (laughs) it was already like students were using this stuff immediately. So this one student I spoke to, I think she was living in uh, San Diego, right? Mm -hmm. And she's been in the States for a while and still felt like, still felt this low level anxiety that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And after doing our course, like she dove in to her city. She went to farmer's markets. That's something that we talk about in the course in the Americana module. She like, she explored the culture that that she wouldn't have done before because she was nervous about it. Right? I love it. I love that. So cool. All right. Awesome. Well, I mean, so let's hone in here on this hot dog piece then. So so today's episode was kind of spurred from a couple of questions, Jessica, as you said, in our Facebook group, where again, guys, when you do join the course, every no matter which plan you choose, you do get to come in and join us in the Facebook group. Introduce yourself and ask questions anytime you want. And we've already gotten, we can tell that this is an interesting episode topic because we've had two questions just on this topic in Mm -hmm. the last few days. So we're going to, we're going to hit this for you guys and show you guys how to deal with, yeah, not being clear about what the native speaker has just said or how this fills in with grammar rules or what's going on right in a conversation. Exactly. So there were, there are like three specific lessons we can draw from this. Like one is to not just focus on the grammar because guys, sometimes we're not grammatically correct. We, we talk faster than we think sometimes, right? Yeah. That's very true. Exactly. That's what it is. Sometimes what I find that I do just naturally in conversations is I have an idea of what I'm going to say and I have the grammar structure kind of set up for that in my head. And then I go and I switch and I say, something different, but I use the grammar structure from before. I don't know if you ever do that as totally. a native speaker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what is so funny? I think every native speaker has their like um, grammatical Achilles heel, if you will. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> I know like mine. So when I lived in Taiwan, I did some voice recording work, right? Okay. And um, so I recorded responses for IELTS questions for this book. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. listening back, like I I had some issues with... Um, <laughs> <laughs> like using there is and then plus a plural noun. And oh, I interesting. and I still do I do that. I hear myself doing that. So yeah. And like yeah. I have a master's in applied linguistics. Guys, I mm-hmm. have been mm-hmm. teaching grammar and English like I feel like my whole life at this point and I still make grammar mistakes. Everyone yeah. does. Right, right. Exactly. That's very true. So what we want to try to get away from is as soon as we hear something come out of a native speaker's mouth, we automatically tend to go to the grammar structures and think about, well, how does this work with grammar? We want to try to get away from that and give you guys different tools, right? Different things that are more reliable to go to. 
Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, you know, like, uh, just on that note, there are some grammar little tools that are very important, right? Sure. So, like, in our course, like, pronoun referencing is mm-hmm. vital to understanding. And that's really yeah. part of context in my mind as well. Like, being mm-hmm. able to um, remember what the person just said and following that with the pronoun. You know what I mean? Like, being able to it. track that across a bunch of sentences. Um, you got it. Verb tense. That is also mm-hmm. important. And and that is also context, right? The time. Huge. So Huge. there are some grammar points that, yes, you guys do need to practice these specific tools. But other than the ones we talk about in our course, a lot of paying attention to grammar and getting hung up on grammar is not going to help you in these conversations. Today, we're pulling out pieces from a real conversation based on an interview that I did in Chicago with a local family about hot dogs. This is the material that makes up our new course featuring the bridge to connection method. In this course, we take real material and we show you exactly how to connect with natives in real conversations. You can get your first lesson for free if you go to allearsenglish.com forward slash adventure allearsenglish.com forward slash adventure. See you there. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Exactly. I mean, that's where our slogan comes in, right? Connection, not perfection. If you are sabotaging the connection in pursuit of perfection, right? Looking at grammar and getting stuck and not not continuing to talk with the person and build that real connection, right. then, you know, you're off track, right? So I, that's what we want to always come back to is connection, not perfection. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, the the motto of All Ears English and the motto of this course as well. Totally. Yes. Um, got it. I see, like, I feel like that might be um, an easy way out sometimes for students, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. comfortable learning grammar. It's comfortable filling in worksheets. And sure. that is like, then that becomes your go-to. And so yeah. when you're in a conversation, it's kind of an easy excuse to be like, I don't understand the grammar of that sentence. I'm going to give up and stop listening. <laughs> but yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We, like, yeah. So the whole point is challenging yourselves to, to forget that, to break that habit, right? Yeah. Okay. No, totally. So, Let's talk about this sentence, all right? Yeah. So you're you're in Chicago, Lindsay. You and Guy are eating hot dogs. You're interviewing some locals there um, mm-hmm. about Chicago style hot dogs. And yep. one of the the women in the video, she says, "You can't do it poorly, other than don't put ketchup on them." That's <laughs> it's confusing by itself. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and again to just to reiterate, these guys, this was a family of native speakers, right? It was a a, a man and a woman in their fifties, sixties, with a, their mm-hmm. adult daughter, probably in her thirty, you know, twenties, thirties, mm-hmm. and they were from from what we call the heartland, I guess, right? From yeah. Illinois, from the Midwest, uh, you know, born and grew up, had grown up in the Chicago area, so they're very much native speakers. Okay, yeah, yeah. yes, um, and so. The the question here is the like so we've had two students ask about this right mm-hmm. um and so their question is like what what does this mean are you supposed to put ketchup on it are you not supposed to put ketchup on it <laughs> and like I like both Lindsay and I had to actually go back to the video um mm-hmm. and like look at the transcript watch that interview again because context matters you guys you can't mm-hmm. take this one sentence out and honestly like. I, I was looking at it and I wasn't sure immediately either what the person yeah. meant. So this is the second point, right? So the first point, remember, gram- don't be distracted by grammar mistakes because we do make them. Secondly, how do you deal with this misunderstanding? And the right. first way you deal with it is context, right? We need context. we need to be able to connect. We need to be able to be in the conversation the whole time, right? Because Ex- you're going to have to recall something she said earlier in order to understand this statement. Exactly. And so, I mean, the context goes back to how we opened the show today. I asked you, Jessica, how do you like your hot dog? What do you like to put on it? Do you like to put ketchup on your hot dog? And if we, so to find the context, right, Jessica, we have to go back into earlier in the conversation. So mm-hmm. again, this goes back to not just taking one random phrase that we see in a transcript in isolation and then we panic and we think, oh my gosh, what does it mean? Right. No, we need to think about the whole conversation as a whole. Exactly, exactly. So um, what the woman said earlier was like, d- never catch up, right? Yeah, she said, <laughs> she said, I mean, I could quote you here. I'm looking at the transcript. She said, oh. Oh, well, I said, yeah, what about these hot dogs? Because in Boston, we don't put pickles on the side. We put relish, I guess, which is similar. But and then the man interrupted me. He said, we just don't do ketchup. And the woman <laughs> said, no ketchup. Right? <laughs> so the, <laughs> like, Stop we talking just, about relish. We just don't so, do ketchup. <laughs> that's so odd to me. That's so odd to me. Every single time I've been in a hot dog situation in my whole life, and I'm American, right? So lots of hot dog situations. There is always ketchup, yeah. mustard, at least it's those weird. two things, right? Ketchup yeah, and mustard and then maybe mayonnaise. <laughs> well, I guess what they're saying is you can do anything except for ketchup essentially right exactly. yeah so again like so the phrase that she said that is causing confusion you can't do it poorly other than don't put ketchup on them so like there's all these pronoun references in there um mm. there's like all there's lots of negatives which that's the thing causing confusion right you yep. can't do it poorly other than don't put ketchup on them so yeah, with with these two negatives um, th- that's what's causing the confusion because it seriously can be interpreted either way. You could, mm. you could only look at the grammar of this and then be like, okay, it could be pro ketchup or anti ketchup. So <laughs> the point is like, we can't just focus on that, right? So context matters. Um, so yep. if our listeners are in a conversation like this and they hear a confusing sentence with like uh, bad grammar and like too many pronouns, how how can they deal with it? What can they say? 
That's a good question. I mean, so we're going to give you guys a phrase. And so the idea is, what are we going to teach them today, Jessica? Was, so you mean, right, we're going to ask what they mean. We want to look for clarity. What is the phrase that we decided we were going to teach our listeners? I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> See, we have a lot on our minds. I'm thinking yeah. about the dentist. Lindsay feels like she has a cold coming on. There's a lot happening. So that's the context. There you go. Um, okay, so so yeah, so guys, it's really simple. Write it down, okay? All you have to say is, um, sorry, wait, or sorry, hold on. Uh, do you mean blah blah blah? Right? Right. And so okay. like this this natural pronunciation also, right? So mm-hmm. contrast that with uh phrases you may have been taught in a textbook, right? Like, um, excuse me, could you please clarify? Does like Oh my gosh. <laughs> nobody no talks way. like if, that. Yeah, if I had said that, you know, we were in the park in Chicago. Chicago and a day in the end of May. And it was very casual. If I had said that, they would have looked at me like I was crazy. And it would have yeah. been kind of boring, like no personality, too fancy, right. too formal. Okay, so we're going to cut that out. <laughs> cut yeah. that phrase out. Yeah. And it's and sure, it's deceptively simple. Maybe you're like, oh, yeah, like that's that's too simple. I don't want to say that. But you why? Why not make things simple? That's actually how we talk. Like there, you don't have to memorize like like 10 academic phrases to ask for clarity. Yeah. Like that's not going <laughs> to help you in your real life. So yeah, so again, yeah. just say, sorry, wait, or sorry, hold on. Do you, yep. do you mean, yeah, do you like, mean, you do mean. you mean blah, 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 or blah, blah, do you mean ketchup or no ketchup? <laughs> right, right. It's very simple. Simple is beautiful and simple gets us to connection. It gets the job done because then I can understand if she's agreeing again with her husband and her daughter and saying no ketchup, or maybe she's saying something different, right? She's trying to contrast her opinion with theirs. I don't know. Right. And that's going to determine the direction that this conversation is going to take. And you know what? Like, guys, you shouldn't feel bad about asking for clarity. I mean, as I said, everybody makes grammar mistakes, right? Everybody... Mm-hmm. In English, we talk faster than we're thinking a lot. And so native speakers ask each other for clarity all the time. I mean, like, I I can't tell you how often I, like, especially with close friends, right? Um, I'll start a conversation in my head and I feel like I've already had the conversation (laughs) with someone. And then I'll just, like, start, you know, talking like I'm in the middle of it. So people, people have to ask me for clarity all the time. Don't feel bad. Everybody does it. Yeah. And it's a nice way to to kind of collaborate with the other speaker. And and again, as I said, further that collaboration and, and build that connection more strongly. Feel closer to the other person that you're talking yeah, with. Right. Exactly. Yeah, this. this is a way to connect, right? Like as like we talk about this on IELTS Energy as well, like using the honesty policy, right? Just yeah. practicing like part of fluency is being able to honestly express what's in your mind. And that has to do with feelings. That has to do with connection. So if you don't understand, that's fine. There is n- your feelings are valid, right? Just yeah. say, <laughs> just say, sorry, wait, sorry, hold on. Uh, what do you mean? Like that's that is totally fine. It's natural, and that's part of connection. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. So I think we've answered this question really well. And guys, remember, I mean, people are nice. I mean, especially if yeah. you're in a place like Chicago, I, I thought that the locals were so friendly in Chicago. I was so impressed. But even in a place like New York, you know, people want to engage with you. You know, if you're talking yes. to them, they want to make sure that you get what they're saying. 
Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Totally. And don't, yeah, you'll, you'll learn this in the course, guys, but New Yorkers are not the mean people that, They're not as you bad know, as you think they are. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I think also, especially if you're a, if you're a visitor, if you're from another yeah. country, like Americans are super nice, you guys, like, <laughs> yeah. like really nice. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. So so that's it. I mean, th- these were two really good questions. I'm glad that we got the same question from s- two students in our course right in our Facebook group so that we knew what to address on this podcast. So guys, yeah. if you also want to join in and you want to meet this family from Chicago in the Americana Lesson 5, or you want to dive in and get this bridge to connection method, essentially what we're doing here, guys, is we are bridging that gap that where your textbooks left you, we're bringing you to connection because what you've done with your textbooks isn't enough to connect. So we're going to get you guys there. If you're interested in getting in, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash connection and you can get right in there. Dig into this lesson or the first lesson on your study plan and start asking us questions in Facebook. Awesome. 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 Perfect. Very cool. Very good. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Okay. This has been great. And I love it when we can take this real material, these spontaneous conversations and just reflect on them. I think we'll do more of this on the podcast, Jessica, just taking pieces of these lessons and just bringing them out to our community. You know, I love it. There's so many amazing things you guys could learn from a real conversation, real people. So good. So cool. All right. Thanks for hanging out today, Jessica. It's been fun. And uh, enjoy your 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 uh, hot dogs next time you go to a baseball game. <laughs> well, first I have to get past the dentist and then I'll be able to oh, eat yeah. a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. All, All right. right. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.